I'm Natalie, and you may know me from such podcasts as this one, Infinitely Irrational. So Kay and I, you've heard if you've listened to any of the other episodes in this bonus COVID-19 series that Kay and I are both working on separate projects right now and we miss each other. But in the meantime, I'm bringing in some amazing friends to help us through these trying times right now. Our next guest is one of my absolute favorite people. I have been working with her for about, what, eight years, I guess. She is my trainer and my nutritionist. I'm lucky enough to to have her and she is going to chat with us a little bit about some stuff with staying healthy in general. And so I'd like to virtually introduce you to Jenny Ingram. Amazing. You know, I don't even know what to describe you as. You're just amazing in general. So welcome. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I think it has been about about eight years now. I can't believe it's gone that fast, but we've seen but some stuff, man. <laughs> been a wild ride. <laughs> For sure. But yeah, I'm, I'm Jenny and I'm super excited to be here with you guys. Uh, I am a personal trainer, also a registered dietitian, graduated from good old Baylor University, Sikkim Bears, um, <laughs> and, uh, and absolutely love what I do. I'm, I'm super passionate about it. And I know that these times that we're in right now um, sometimes can make both eating healthy and exercising a little bit more difficult. So I'm excited to talk with you today and, uh, and talk through some, uh, some of these challenges that we're, we're up against. Yay! So tell me, what what does your work life look like right now? Yeah, so I'm working from home. Two little ones. I have a two-year-old and a a seven-week-old. So (laughs) definitely, you know, requires to be creative and, um, and change things up a bit. But it's also a huge blessing just to get to be here and spend time with them. And then also, I'm finding I get to share, you know, a lot of what I love with healthy eating and exercise and things like that with now activities with my kids and my husband. So while definitely different, I'm getting to see clients online, you know, instead of in person. It's been it's been awesome. It's been pretty cool. So it was a it was a difficult but but good change overall. Nice. That that's awesome. And that's really cool that you're still able to see clients online and help them out with whatever they're struggling with. I think definitely as we're in this these really interesting times that uh the human connection is super important and you know that and I know over the years you and I have had some discussions in general just that have gotten kind of personal because it is personal around eating or around working out or and around all the other things that get in the way of of being healthy. So that's sure. awesome that you can provide that. So how how do you you talked about sharing some of your favorite things with your family and getting them involved? How how are you how are you working out from home and how are you what are you doing with your family? Yeah, so I actually I'm I'm a little bit of a unique case. I just recently um, was released to work out after having my most recent recent baby um, seven so weeks I, ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been easing back into it. I couldn't work out. I wasn't as active as I would have liked to be through the pregnancy because he blessed me with some amazing morning sickness for most <laughs> of it. So I've been easing back into it. I'm doing, taking it slow, doing some stretching, light jogging, some core work stability stuff that really doesn't require any equipment at all. So, you know, I'm just kind of taking it slow. But with the family, um, we have been able to, you know, we can all get outside, which I think is a huge thing to get some sunshine and uh, and get those vitamin D levels up. Um, going for walks, going for family jogs, um, going for 
for bike rides. You know, those are things. And, and what's really cool is that you see all of these families out there doing that the same. Whereas before, you know, I'd go out for a run and you might see a few people. The um, serious runners. The serious ones, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But now the streets are flooded with it and it's it's uh, so cool to see that. And While know, maintaining social distance, safe. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, I know it. Even when I, if I'm jogging, I come up to someone and, you know, we kind of make eye contact and we both um, get the six feet between us as we pass each other. So, uh, you know, it's just, a, it's a, it's definitely just a new way to think about it. But um, staying active, I think is, uh, you know, helping to keep my family and also a lot of families that I, I work with a little bit more sane through these times. So I think it's a, it's a great thing. Hopefully the weather holds out for us for a while longer. Before yeah, it's it been really nice. Yeah. <laughs> You know, one thing that uh, I saw in our neighborhood, someone posted on next door, they were doing this kind of teddy bear hunt and scavenger hunts and things like that. So they're putting stuff in the windows for the kids to look at so that they aren't, you know, just, well, we're going on a walk now. It's something interesting (laughs) that they can do. Yeah, yeah. I know our neighborhood has done the same. Um, They've been, you know, a different thing every week. So you can like this week, it's hearts. So you can cut out have your your little ones paint hearts and you put them in windows. And then, you know, as you're walking through the neighborhood or jogging or biking, um, it gives you something to look for getting out there and doing um, different sidewalk chalk activities, good old fashioned hopscotch is a good one. You know, there's so many, so many things that we used to get outside and do that we're kind of getting to bring back to life now. Um, And you know, know what's funny, I saw on Facebook, uh, somebody had posted about these sidewalk math activities. And so as you're (laughs) as you're walking through, you see sidewalk chalk and people are doing people are writing math problems for people to do as they walk through, you know, I was here for that. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Instantly ordered sidewalk chalk from Amazon to do exactly that. (laughs) I'm excited to see what math problems you put out on the street, Natalie. That's a good one. I love it. So let me ask you this question. If someone's in a neighborhood or a weather situation or something like that where they, they actually can't get out or how do they work out from home if they have no equipment or they don't? What what tips do you have for 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 folks in that position? Sure. That's a great question. Um, and one that, you know, my husband's also a personal trainer that, that we've been navigating with many of our clients through the time, this time, because ironically, as soon as everything started to kind of um, come together, all of the stores and Amazon and everyone sold out of weight. So no one was able to get them. So one of my favorites is to actually, you know, use your kid um, to work out. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's some great workouts where, you know, baby boot camps or things like that, pushing your kid in the stroller while doing lunges to get some weight. You if know, you don't have kids, you may consider yeah. using textbooks, which I've textbooks been doing. Textbooks would be great. Um, mm-hmm. Also milk jugs and filling them to various levels gives Ooh. you basically some, some weights. You can and it's got the out. handles. That's a lot easier to hold than either of the previous two options. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Not as wiggly. And you can even kind of put them on a PVC pipe and make your own little barbell too. Fancy. Um, 
definitely some do-it-yourself, but also something to keep in mind that I think a lot of people are under the misconception that you actually have to have weights in order to gain muscle. Um, and you can actually do quite a bit with very low weights by doing more repetitions. So if you're still looking to maintain or gain some muscle mass, you don't have to have the barbells and the big weights. Um, you can do a lot with low weight, high repetition, and a lot of stuff with plyometrics and body weight too. So get creative. It, it's perfectly fine to do that. Um, if anything, you'll maintain where you're at you know, until you can get back lifting heavier right. stuff. But you don't have to have the heavy stuff in order to be successful. You just have to devote the time to do it you know, and make sure that you get that, that workout in as uninterrupted as possible. So we talked a little bit about how important it is to get out and also how important it is to, to do a little bit of workout to remain healthy. But if you're someone that is just thinking about starting an exercise program, now that you maybe are blessed with mental space and physical space to, (laughs) to, to do so right now, um, but you've not done anything before, how would you recommend starting? Sure. That's a really great question. So the the hardest part of any workout program, as you probably remember, Natalie, is just to start, Um, (laughs) you know, and so just day one, getting getting up and doing something is very important. Don't try to do super complex, um, you know, workout videos and, and such. First, what I would suggest is think about what you could do that you just you know, would be open to without cringing, right? If, if you haven't been working out and you really want to get started um, and you feel like, okay, I could probably do, you know, a couple miles walk around my neighborhood. That's an okay place to start. Can um, I tell you see- something funny? Yes, please. So, you know, all these places are having like free sample right now periods or free trial periods of their software or their program or whatever. And one of my friends said, and I told you this, she said that, you know, try this one out. And I said, okay. And so I got it and you can search through. And I said, well, I feel like, you know, I did this quiz and it was a super lame quiz, but I basically was like, I had like 90, you're 90% healthy, I guess. Like, you know, all the things to be 90% healthy. So you should do them. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do this, like this high intensity training. It's going to be great. (laughs) I'm going to be on it. And so like this woman, she, she started the the session and I was like, okay, fine. I got this dude. I made it like 10 minutes. And I was like, this is too high intensity for me right now. I'm not ready for this. So, you know, I think that even if it's just a short walk, but like, if you feel like you're about to die, you can always die. Yes. Yes. You, you don't want to dread it. And it takes, you know, it takes a good 30 days to make something a habit. So if you're doing something that you absolutely hate for 30 straight days, that's, that's not going to make you make you enjoy it more. Right. So it's okay to do things and meet yourself where you're at, you know, maybe go for a walk and start challenging yourself with how long can I hold a plank? You know, and I bet by the end of that month, you can get up to a really good time um, just by slowly introducing those things while remembering that it's super important to maintain flexibility, especially um, if you have any knee, hip, back issues, things like that. You really should spend almost just as much time working or stretching as you did working out just to keep the stress off of those joints, especially if you are walking on concrete or jogging or things like that, you know, maintain that flexibility, but, but enjoy it. It doesn't have to be 
something that you wake up and dread having to do, right? You want to be like, okay, this is a good break in my day. Let me go get my workout in. You know, I think what you said just now, enjoy it. I think that is is key because one thing that I have loved is that you are all about the sustainable, the sustainability of a workout or or, or a nutrition or whatever it is that we're doing. You're not going to put me in something where it's those extreme things where it's like you only need to eat a thousand calories a day and you maintain this for, you know, for two weeks and then you get like the good Insta pictures, right? The fits. Yeah, yeah. That's really great what you said, because it is something it, uh, and I've said this on other other interviews that I've done, but it is a marathon. It's not a sprint. You want to maintain this so that you if our health is all we have and there's such a focus on it right now, the whole point is to not get sick. If you yep. can do other things to to keep yourself healthy, like what you've discussed, then you know, you're know you ahead of the curve already, right? Absolutely. And you think too that the American Heart Association only recommends five days a week, 30 minutes a day of moderate heart rate elevation. Take so, your dog for a walk. Take your dog for a walk. Do a little fast-paced walk. You know, my <laughs> dog's 12, so he doesn't really appreciate that as much anymore. <laughs> but get your heart rate a little elevated, get a little sweaty, get out in the sunshine. And then as you start to get stronger and your heart gets stronger, your lungs get stronger, you'll naturally want to do more and be pushed harder. And so, you know, just take it slow. There's no, there's no reason to run that race right now and risk injury or risk not enjoying it. It's a good time to start slow and and really get into it. And, you know, one thing I'll say too, that has been really helpful for me is you know that I like to do things really quickly. If you tell me <laughs> do 20 reps of something, I will rush through them. And you're like, would you just watch your form? And would you stop being the way that you are? <laughs> and so what you have done, and then you told me your secret and I discovered it. I say that I discovered it after you told me, but you know, then you would, you would tell me, well, we're going to do this for a minute. Because you knew that if I did it for time versus number, that I would force myself to slow down because I don't want to do a million reps in a minute, but I'll do 20 good reps or whatever it is in a minute. And it is good. It's good even for beginners or people that have been very active for a long time, like you have too, because it does, if if you're going too intense, your heart rate's too high and you've set a time goal versus a rep goal, you can take a little breather for a second, slow down, you know, be smart about it. But I love that. I love that you remember that and knew that I was adjusting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've had to do it to myself because as I'm watching these videos or doing whatever it is I'm doing, I constantly like, I want to beat the person on the video. I'm like, Natalie, they're not... (laughs) They're in real life. Don't do that. But also, like, what what's the what's the problem I'm trying to solve? Right? Am I trying to make myself be healthy? Then I should do the right thing for me. And sometimes that means timing myself and not doing a, a certain number. So thank you so much. As we talked about workouts, I know we're gonna talk um, in another episode about about eating healthy and you know creatively grocery shopping. Shall we say sure, in these sure. times? But as far as workouts go, do you have any last bits of advice or wisdom before before we head off into the sunset? Just to get up and do something, you know, every day. Um, it doesn't have to be something crazy. Get up and do something, and you'll find that it becomes a lot easier to swallow once you just build that habit. It takes that month to really make it and solidify it. So just 
try, you know, to get up, set a timer, go do something every day, and it'll start coming a lot easier for you. Um, and involve the whole family. You know, we we are blessed with these times right now where um, we're getting to spend a lot more time with our kids, our significant other. It's uh, it's a really cool thing to to take advantage of. So I hope to see a lot more families out staying active together and and enjoying this time. Nice. Thank you so much. You bet. And guys, if you have any questions for Jenny or for me, you can always reach out. The email is podcast at infinitelyirrational.com or you can connect with us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can just visit our website at infinitelyirrational.com. Thank you so much, Jenny. 